Immense is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and all-seeing, says Sirach. Yesterday morning I woke to a radio report updating us on the tragic earthquake in Syria and Turkey. Long after most had given up hope of finding any other survivors, a family of five was found alive. And the secular radio report declared it to be a miracle. So I'd like to talk to you today about miracles. Each February 11th, the World Day for the Sick, we as a church are aware of our love of and need for miracles. In fact, some of you today are here for the anointing of the sick, asking in some very real and perhaps tangible way for a miracle. Someone asked me just a couple of weeks ago, how come we don't see more of them, more miracles? He'd been reading certain passages in the Bible where they seemed so apparent, so dramatic. Why don't we see more miracles today? I think there are three reasons. First, let's just get the negative one out of the way, because of a lack of faith. Our good Lord never kicks down the door of our hearts. Not that miracles are something that we cause by our piety or acts of devotion, but one has to be open. One has to be desiring for a relationship with the Lord for His grace to to fully take effect in our lives. A great example, in my best friend's other best friend, Father John Hollowell. It was February 11th in 2020 when he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Father John's a, a great athlete. When he was here visiting with our mutual friend, uh, we went skiing in the Adirondacks. They run regularly. Just a good, young, strong man. But the tumor knocked him down over the last three years. Three separate surgeries, the chemotherapy, now as a plate in his head, had to walk with a helmet for an extended period of time, and it went all through the, the worst of the isolated days of COVID. But all throughout, and some of you, at least some folks last night, had followed his story on social media. He kept sharing his openness. In fact, he was so open that he told the story of the devastation that so many of us felt in 2018 around the clergy abuse cases that had come up again in the news, that he there that summer of 2018 prayed in some way to suffer with and for the victims. Just months later, the diagnosis came. The surgeons, the doctors all were trying to give positive prognoses early on, but after two and a half years, the cancer was back with a vengeance, now spread to his pituitary gland, and he was resigned to die. But, in this past summer, he thought of the day of the diagnosis, 
He thought of yesterday, February 11th, and what it's much more famously known for. Back in 1858, Mary appeared in southern France in the little town of Lourdes to a girl named Bernadette. Father John was open to death, whatever God wanted. He was willing to offer it all up for the victims of the sins of our brother priests. But he decided to go to Lourdes just this past summer. You know, I hope, the story of Lourdes and the miracles that have happened there over the years. Well, he was another one of them. Just 13 days ago, he got back on the social media world that he's turned away from in a dramatic way. and He announced to the world that he had been cured. Why he was and others weren't, we don't know. But he was. And I have to point out this remarkable openness. Even going to Lourdes, he went because he desired to share that possible miracle with others to give them hope. And it happened. Miracles happen when we're open. Second, I think we miss some miracles because of science. In December, just about six weeks ago, the folks on CBS's news program, 60 Minutes, reported on Lourdes. I only found it because I was looking at Father Hollowell's uh, YouTube video, and wait, that's another one, 60 Minutes, wow. Yeah, in December. They did a 15-minute feature on the apparition in Lourdes and the countless pilgrims and one recent miracle of a French nun. The miracle was dramatic, but what stood out to me even more dramatic than the miracle was the medical testing and psychological testing necessary before the official declaration of a miracle. In fact, they reported that there have only been 70 definitive miracles in Lourdes. Father John Hollowell's is not included. What she had to go through, there was a file weighing 10 pounds of 90 different physicians' reports, different testing that had been done before and after this sister's miracle. And it occurred to me during the report that most people just wouldn't be patient enough, as that French nun was, to let the doctors poke and prod her to the point where they could say, yes, beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is no physical explanation. Don't get us wrong, science is good. We're pro-science, we're pro-medicine, pro-doctors in the church. But I think sometimes we're so reluctant to say, yes, the divine has intervened here, because, rightly so, sometimes there's another explanation. Sometimes we get distracted from those little moments of grace. We don't want to rely on Mary appearing in a piece of toast or the dove appearing in the cloud and saying, look, there is divine intervention. Maybe so, maybe so. But a real, real miracle in which no other explanation is possible. That's something with a lot of weight. And then finally, I propose that we don't see miracles because we're distracted by life. This is probably what keeps most of them off our radar screen. We hear in the gospel today of murder and anger, adultery, lust, divorce, and swearing. 
Jesus continues through the Sermon on the Mount today, but what is the message as he goes through all of these different weeds of life that sound very much like another 60 Minutes report? The message is that Jesus is the Lord of our lives. So many times through the sermon he says, you have heard that it was said. What's he, use, what's he mean by that phrase? But this is something that you'll find in the Scriptures. This is something you find in the Jewish Bible, the Torah, what we call the Old Testament. Yes, but I say to you, what is he doing? But he's declaring himself to be even greater than the Scriptures. He's declaring himself to be the author of the Scriptures, to be divine himself. Greater than, surely, the illness, the suffering the murder, the adultery, the lust, divorce and swearing, all the rest of the human condition. When we see him, when we meet him, he who reveals himself in the Word and in the Holy Eucharist, we come before each Sunday, we realize that he is the author of all life. And this is the greatest miracle of all.